Hey, welcome back to the nominee interview series back for another year as part of the My Entertainment World podcast. Um, today we have an interview with the two founders of Bad Dog Theater's recurring improv group, Kinsey Fail. They're nominated this year for their set at the Proud and Funny Festival for the sketch and improv category. Yes, they should be different categories, whatever, it's fine. Um, so I'm thrilled to talk to Anders Yates and Tom Hearn, who are the co-founders of the group, about how the group came about, what its place is in the comedy community, some of the experiences that led to them to feel the, the need to found the group, who the members of the group are, how the cast works together, and some of their favorite memories and uh, jokes that have come up through the various sets they've done, including their nominated set um, for this year's Critic Picks Awards. Um, so make sure that you stay tuned to the website, myentertainmentworld.ca, for the full nominee interview series. Most of them are going to be published in print over there. Um, we will have a few, hopefully, definitely at least one, um, released in audio form as the podcast like this one. But most of them are going to be in print, so myentertainmentworld.ca is where you can find all that stuff, leading right up to the awards that will be celebrated on April 15th and posted online shortly thereafter. Um, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at my entertainment my ENT world my ent world and check out the website and hit uh, subscribe and like and review and you know all that jazz okay see you on the other side hope you enjoy uh, my name's Anders Yates and uh, I I'm a I'm a beeping consistent noise in the background <laughs> uh, I uh, I'm an improviser uh, and actor and um, and generally creative person uh, and relevant to our interview a homosexual uh, <laughs> from Montreal but uh, now I live in Toronto uh, yeah and do lovely things here uh, my name is Tom Hearn, and I am an improviser and a comedian and producer in the city. Uh, as relevant to this interview as well, I am also a homosexual. Uh, yeah, so, and I'm from New Brunswick, and I'm here in Toronto, and I'm loving my life. <laughs> um, so you guys are the founders of the group. Give us a little bit of a backstory and how that came about. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, take a deep breath. Yeah, I know. Eh? Uh, yeah, this I think this was something that both of us independently wanted to exist for a long time. Uh, uh, I know that I, 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 I wanted something like this to exist. Uh, I just didn't know what or how. Um, and... Uh, and yeah, I, and yeah, I, I feel the exact same way. I think yeah. Anders and I were both kind of separately talking about this notion of an entire queer improv ensemble, and we both were talking to Julie, uh, who's the artistic director of Bad Dog, together, and she was like, "Well, why don't the two of you connect and make this happen?" Uh, so the three of us sat down and kind of talked about what this thing could look like, mm -hmm. and then we just started, and here we are, like almost three years later. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. So I'm curious about the name. How did you land on that? And what were some of the rejected names? There were so, so many, many rejected, names. so many rejected <laughs> so names. So many ridiculous things. I yeah. I wanted to call it "That's So Gay" for a while. Um, still great, I think. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yas and was uh, was definitely uh, one, and uh, but there was there was a show called Yas Queen at yeah. the, the theater, so we we're like, oh, and actually, similar. somebody is using Yas and now as a show. Fair. It's uh, a great. Yeah, it's a great name for a gay improv thing but i think it was actually anders that came up with the name yes i'm all separate i'm who is to blame for uh, <laughs> for this being uh, our name 
Uh, and the thought that I had for it is uh, the 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 Kinsey scale uh, is uh, you know a uh, a method of categorizing how hetero or homosexual <laughs> you are according to a, a rather outdated uh, model. Um, and uh, you know there was a series of questions you could respond to and an interviewer would ask you these questions and then they would rate you after you take that test on this scale um and i thought that by uh wow that beep's never gonna stop i don't know what <laughs> it's a gay going. beep it's fine yeah it's, it's amazing to be here. It's, it's allowed to be here yeah and i thought that by uh it, it, there would be a sort of self-deprecating, tongue-in-cheek kind of uh, embracing the notion of, well, yeah, we're so gay we broke the scale. Uh, it's, a, it's a Kinsey fail and it rhymes and it uh, it's is a fun. pun and yes. it's fun and nobody gets nobody it. Nobody gets it. And we have it. to explain, Every nobody time. gets it. It's I'm, a movie. I know. I know. <laughs> I, know. I know, but the movie had Liam Neeson in it and he's cancelled now, yes, so we can't, uh, yeah. Can't even use it as a reference. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it's, I, it's you, you you find out pretty quick how many people don't know about a thing as soon as you depend on people knowing about that thing. Especially if it's a marketing thing. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 You sure do find that out. So, oops, uh, I thought this was more well known. But here we are. We're still we're still using it. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, but I'm not we've gonna, not learned. Yeah. I'm not going to lie and say that every day when I'm putting together a new show for us, I don't think I could just change the name. <laughs> No. Yeah. Okay, so tell me a little bit about recruitment. How did you end up with the group you ended up with, well, and are you still adding people as an ongoing thing? Gays are great at recruitment. That's We're all we really do. Yeah. It was actually, this is one of my favorite parts of the, the foundation story of Kinsey mm. Fail is sitting with. Anders and Julie and like us deciding we're going to do this thing and let's make it happen and then the beep came in again and uh, and we're talking about it so much you're not going to hear it once, once on the actual recording yeah you're never going to hear it yeah. um, but we were like okay we got to the point where we're going to do this and then it was like so so who like, who who can be in the group because like for me starting this group was because other than when I moved here other than Anders and Trisha and a few other handful of people there were no queer people doing improv like or at least it felt, felt that like, way yeah it felt like, that way like you, you know you're naming yourself and trisha and i i moved here even before then and yeah. so then i i I was like, oh, well, there can't be a queer improv troupe just because they don't exist. Yeah. <laughs> the people required to put in it just aren't there. Uh, this was a naive notion, but... Huge, uh, because yeah. then we started making this list of, well, who could do this? Yeah. And the list was just massive. Right. Yeah. Um, so we actually started with doing a couple of workshops was the first thing that we did. Yeah, yeah, to test out... Uh, what we wanted the show to be because uh, we didn't know that initially necessarily and and who would be who would vibe well with who uh, who yeah. would be a good fit um, yeah and uh, and it, uh, it was great we've I think the sort of format if you're talking about recruitment and who fits into it it's it's just been uh, now at the point of having like a large roster of people that you know like performing together uh that don't all get to be on every show because everybody's busy and has the different things going on but a different selection of those folks uh will make up the cast of any given individual performance absolutely 
Um, and so LGBTQ plus community encompasses lots of sort of, of specific communities within it. Certainly. How do you approach representation and trying to find a way to make sure that you are representative of all of those different facets and voices? I think that's the thing that we were most concerned about. Is yeah. We wanted to make sure, first of all, that we were representing everybody or trying our very hardest to represent everybody. But then on the other side of that, making sure that we're not speaking for people who are not in our group. Um, because we they're just under that umbrella of what you just said, there are things that we are not necessarily ticking in, in our group to say that Kinsey fail is the only thing that's representing all of these yeah. things. Um, what we are representing uh, is bringing the, the queer voice to the front of the stage and saying what you want to say is okay. You can say it in this space. You can say it with all of us together because the audience also is reflective of the people that we're putting on the stage. So I don't think we're necessarily hitting all of those, every single one of those marks, but I think we're striving to do that. I yeah. think that's the goal. And I think Tom and I are both well aware of the fact that we're both white, cis, gay men. Yeah. Uh, and Yeah. We, we, we know this. Uh, and, um, and I think that we've tried in different ways to, uh, to compensate for or adjust for that. So for instance... Um, uh, when when this show first was developed, it was always partnered with a uh, a workshop component, so that because because part of the idea was recruitment. Yes. <laughs> so if we wanted the uh, the the number of queer improvisers in the city to grow, a way to do that isn't to turn existing improvisers gay. Unfortunately, as much <laughs> as I would love to try to make that happen, it's just too challenging. It's difficult. Yeah, it takes so much tequila. Yeah. It's amazing. Uh, but uh, but no. So instead, is to uh, help uh, queer people to feel more comfortable doing improv. So we, we would have. Um, uh, queer improv workshops uh, and at first I was the only person who was teaching those uh, and uh, you know we would bill it as this LGBTQ workshop and I just really felt like it didn't make sense that you're you, there's just a G that's always going to be the person mm -hmm. who is teaching these so, uh, so I sort of stepped back a bit from that in order to allow for it to be a position that uh, could be traded around between a number of different uh, teachers. Uh, and so I think that has helped. Absolutely. Uh, and, and there was a point early on uh, in the process where um, we had, uh, we had a guest uh, director come in and workshop with, uh, with the, the team for, uh, for one uh, rehearsal uh, just to provide a, a different perspective uh, Somebody uh, who was uh, not a cis man, yes. uh, just to switch it up, um, and yeah. So I, I think that we're we're trying, mm -hmm. but but it's also it's uh, we're still we still got a long way to go. We're we're yep. not there yet. We're not there yet, but we'll get there. <laughs> so in the um, like when you read a little blurb about Kinsey Fail, the phrase is LGBTQ plus positive. So I imagine that's a direct response to some negative experiences within the comedy scene. Are there any stories you feel comfortable sharing or trends you'd like to call out with regards to how queer artists are treated or represented in the larger comedy community? Sure. Th yeah. <laughs> well, well oh, are man. we going to name names? <laughs> so, uh, I, I think the reason why I include that positive thing is like just so... It, it's like it starts at the door when you walk in. It's going to be... Um, 
a positive experience. I just want people to know that, like, you're not going to see Anders and I coming out on stage and playing every single gay stereotype you could ever think of in an improv show. Because sometimes, you know, back a couple years ago, that's what being gay was on stage. It was mm -hmm. people playing the stereotype of what they believe to be a gay man. And, um you're wrong <laughs> that's not what it's like um so i think it's just keeping that notion in mind of like we're coming at this from a place of respect and love we're not tearing our community down and we don't want you to do that either i remember a show that i did back in montreal uh where i i was doing uh i was doing improv but it was sort of a cabaret format so there was lots of different uh, types of performers uh and uh i was doing a scene where i was playing a gay character and uh and it was very campy and silly and the audience was eating it up they loved it uh and uh, that was great i felt great about what i had done on stage and then i went backstage and uh this comic who was back there who's not an improviser important to separate yes. <laughs> uh, this guy uh he comes over to me and uh trigger warning for language i'm about to use uh oh I, or, we, uh, okay <laughs> you can bleep it later uh it comes up to me and is like oh man the audience loved that fag shit uh and Classic. yeah and so i was uh I felt I felt awful after that, I, and I felt also like I doubted my choices, and I was like, yeah. "Oh, am I just am I just like putting on a little minstrel show, or, or mm -hmm. the, the, being a being the dancing gay over here?" Uh, and yeah, uh, and all of that, what had a minute before felt like positive validation from the audience, suddenly did not feel at all like that. Um, you should just follow it up. Loved all that straight shit that you oh did. My gosh. You know? Yeah. No, I. <laughs> uh, all the woulda, coulda, shoulda. Yeah. But also, I think that there are many um, people from uh, the queer community who just don't go see live comedy because they, uh, you know, they expect that um, Louis C.K. is going to jerk off in front of them. Yeah. And uh, so they. Uh, it's important to say, no, you can come see this show. Mm -hmm. And I think that's also, too, why a lot of people ask me, like, why do you specifically have, like, the queer drop-in? Why is that a specific, like, why is that a specific improv drop-in that needs to exist? Just, like, the, the POC drop-in, or if there's, like, a French drop-in, mm -hmm. or a, 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 just a female-identifying drop-in. Those drop-ins and these shows exist because it's easier to learn in a setting where you are with people who have the exact same lived experience that you do. You can walk in the door and you can feel safe. Like, I'm going to talk about this part of myself while trying to make people laugh, and I can feel safe doing that. So I think that's why it's really important that these spaces do exist and continue to be presented in a positive light. Mm -hmm. So tell us a little bit about the members of the cast. Talk behind their backs a little bit. Yeah. Oh, Who good. are some of the oh, strengths good. of them? What do they bring to um, particular scenes? Anybody do like a type of thing, or did someone always does the same accent? <laughs> tell me your, your Oh cast. man! Yes. Oh, <laughs> finally, Trisha loves to. playing moms and dads. Yes, she does. <laughs> she does love to Trisha. play moms and dads. Yeah. And probably Trisha and I are going to play a scene where we're a twins that talk at the same time. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's going to happen. Time. Yeah, almost always. Um, <laughs> you have Kaya just giving the audience these just 
eyebrows. And devastating looks, looks. Devastatingly <laughs> dashing looks to the audience. Yeah. Uh, lots of just like, everyone just all around is just the sweetest. Everybody is so sweet. Mm-hmm. Candace Meeks is amazing. AJ's going to Vogue across the stage. Oh, definitely. Like, He's going to Vogue across He can across duck walk like nobody else. I know. I'm just so jealous of yeah. his <laughs> young 22-year-old knees. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just such a, like... Uh, I, I'm definitely forgetting like literally a thousand people because uh, there are 12 million people in yeah. Kinseyville right now. Um, just at a Kinseyville show, you're just going to have fun. I think that's mm-hmm. the main thing across the board that everybody is doing. Yeah, I'm trying to think of good things to say about people without also simultaneously putting them in a box yeah. and saying, you always oh, do this. Uh, I like I, I I like doing scenes uh, with Flick because we somehow the two of us uh, always end up playing uh, uncomfortable straight couples. Yes, uh, always or do like that. people who are trying to force themselves to be straight. Yeah. that's that's like a repeated but thing. Still like such an acute way. Though. We'll just always yeah. Like the, a scene's gonna start and we're just looking at each other from across the straight stage and say honey and it begins. Yes. <laughs> Um, or you're gonna Nate Callens is definitely gonna do some accent where it's like really high up up here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, a good yeah Nate. that's a good one. Yeah. Um, so do you have a funniest bit you've ever seen come out of Kinseyville? Ooh, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I wonder. I mean, some of the, my favorite moments come from like stories that the hosts, because we have a special guest come in and mm-hmm. they tell stories from their life. Um, so one of my favorite shows was Gavin Crawford's show. I was thinking of that one as well. Yeah, he yeah. had just some amazing stories that he told that inspired some like great scenes, like that the, the gay bash scene. Yeah, he told this. He tells a story about when he was working on Twenty Two Minutes in Halifax and how like somebody. Uh, Put up uh, some some uh, homophobic graffiti about him uh, in Halifax, uh, and you know he tells this story all about homophobia, and it, and I mean he's very funny and he adds humor and levity to the story. But since what we do is improvising scenes based on the stories that people have told, we're, you know. It was a really interesting, challenging moment to be like, okay, how, what are we going to draw from this story about a time that uh, that he was persecuted? And it, it is one of my favorite scenes that yeah. ended up happening because it just ended up being uh, a town of people that um, were just trying to be nice to the gay that came to town, but they kept <laughs> accidentally doing these yeah. things that were just taken the wrong way. Like when he comes, we're going <laughs> to scream. <laughs> Yeah, 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 to show him how much we like him. And everybody take these baseball bats because we all know that he loves baseball. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So just like fun stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's nice to take like such a heavy Mm -hmm. moment and be able to be like, you, that heavy thing that you experienced that was so horrible inspired this scene that everybody still in the troop still talks about that night. Yeah. So that was a really great scene. Well, it's a great way, you know, there's so much tension when you hear a story like that and I was so proud of the cast for just creating something where people felt they could breathe Mm -hmm. afterward um, because you need that (laughs) and yeah I felt very safe and confident in everybody's abilities at that moment Uh, so you're specifically nominated for your set at the Proud and Funny Festival first Mm -hmm. off Tom you co-produced the festival tell us a little bit about how that came together yeah it was like a beast I produced it with Julie Friesen who's also in Kinsey Fail Mm -hmm. Um, and we got together and we're just like we're modeling a little bit after 
well, fully after uh, Coco Galore's Black and Funny, and that's modeled after Black and Funny from Minnesota. So it's like all just like <laughs> snowballing together. Um, but I was just like, we can do, we have enough people to do a whole weekend at Bad Dog of comedy that is all queer. And then we had the great, like, because Julie is so amazing and such a supportive person. She was like, well, do theater sports, do hookup, like our marquee shows with your cast of queer people and just show everyone that like, hey, these shows are literally the exact same if you're going to see them with a straight cast, a mixed cast, a a gay cast, a black cast. Like all of us are just trying to tell stories. So like that's what I think Proud and Funny is. It It was just like trying to get as many queer artists as I could out on that stage to be like, hi, we're all here. We've been here for a long time. So please put us in your shows. Um yeah, so we did, I think it was seven shows, no, six shows um, over the weekend and had like 40 performers come through and it was so great and mm-hmm. it's coming again this year. Ah! Yeah, I, oh man, I'm excited. <laughs> so in your nominated show, you as you talked about, you have a host every time and this time you improvise mm-hmm. scenes based off stories told by Priyanka Queen. Do you have any particular moments from that performance that stand out in your well, I oh. just mean we all love Priyanka. We all love Priyanka. <laughs> we love, we love Priyanka. We love Priyanka dearly. I'm certain that one of her uh, routines included uh, gently caressing my cheek. Yes. That uh, seems I mean, like that <laughs> I just I love uh, I love Priyanka so much. Uh, such an amazing amazing performer. I think from that show, one of the things that I remember. Well, I, I don't necessarily remember from it being in the show, but something I remember my husband said to me afterwards because he was in the in the lobby waiting to come in after we'd already started, and he said he's never heard applause louder in that theater than when Priyanka was on that stage, <laughs> and I would have to agree. They love her. The audience loves her, um, and the cast loves her too. So anything she did, I was just happy that we got to perform to that audience that was having such high energy and her stories were great and I remember I remember uh, Priyanka told a story about being Guyanese and um um you know we don't have much Guyanese representation Mm. in the Kinsey Vale cast uh unfortunately uh but still did a scene based on that uh that I think still worked really well and oh man yeah I think I think in it uh Candace probably had a line about like yeah, I'm from the white side of the family. Whatever, get over yeah. it. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, like, I'm not, you know, acknowledging, I'm not up here pretending to be Guyanese. No, none of us were <laughs> I mean, Yeah, I'm not from Guyana. I know that, but we can still work with the material provided. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so where and when can we see Kinsey Fail perform? Well, we are at Bad Dog a lot, um, but now mm-hmm. we're actually working on... Getting- a new night every month. New, mu- new, new, new night of the week. Just roll a dice. Roll a dice. Uh, yeah. and see us. <laughs> but I know for sure you can definitely check us out um, in April on the second Thursday of the month um, at 11 p.m. at Bad Dog. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so do you have any other upcoming projects or things you're working on that you want to plug, social media, all that jazz? 
Oh well, social media. Look up Kinsey Fail on Facebook. Facebook, yeah, yeah, Facebook, yeah. yeah. Like, like it on Facebook. Find us there, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I think we're just working towards getting that monthly show started. And yeah, support we'll improv. A, yeah, support improv, please. We'll be doing a set also at 420 Comedy Fest at Bad Dog as mm-hmm. well. So, oh, I just let it slip that we're using Bad Dog as a venue this year. <laughs> got a spoiler to the 420 Comedy Fest. Woo! <laughs> Um, and follow these guys on Twitter because they're both funny. And I went to see Can You Ever Forgive Me because Anders told me to on social media. And are you happy that you went? I was thrilled. Yay. Good. So follow these guys, which their handles are. Yes, Anders Yates, just my name. <laughs> We're both so lucky. Mine is just Tom Hearn, just my name. Amazing. Beautiful. All right, and do you have anything you'd like to add? Uh, no, this has been delightful. Thank you for the nomination. It's an honor just to be nominated. Yeah, but we really want to win. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. Thanks so much for tuning in. Make sure you follow the website, My End World, on Twitter and Instagram, as well as Anders at Anders Yates and Tom at, at Tom Hearn. Uh, check Kin- out Kinsey Fail on Facebook and at Bad Dog Theater. Check the calendar to find upcoming dates. And follow the interview series at myentertainmentworld.ca. Bye, guys.